Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Welcome to episode number 233 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is, Is God Pleased With You? Part 1. It's February, and all in the stores we see valentines or hearts in some form or fashion. And although love should be expressed day in and day out, this is the month that seems to be designated to express love one to another. Are you a Christian that has accepted the love of God through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ, but you're not confident that God is pleased with you? Are you living your life stressed and full of anxiety because you're trying to balance everything in your life, all the responsibilities and the demands, but yet you're feeling defeated and frustrated and without hope that everything can be done within your time frame? Do you want to please God? You might say, Paula, what a stupid question. Of course I want to please God. Now, since that is a fact that is not to be denied, may I ask you, are you pleasing God? Do you know you are pleasing God? And what does please God? What is it that makes you pleasing in his sight? Well, we'll try to discuss these different matters throughout the month. They're powerful questions, and the whole thing is you need to be able to answer them. Well, most often, love is associated with approval, and someone loves you because they approve of who you are, they're pleased with you, there's something that they are attracted to. So depending on how you believe, you may be wearing yourself out trying to please other people in your life because you want them to love you. Well, right now, is there a husband, boyfriend, family member, friend, church group, or employer that you're trying to please? What are you doing to win their approval? Are you trying to prove yourself to someone or keep up with any social norms right now? What is going on internally with you? Have you lost the real you by focusing on pleasing others? Have you lost your true identity along the way trying to measure up? Now, I know I'm asking a lot of questions. I'm just trying to help you dig deep within your soul. I envision someone having a tug of war with your body. One person is pulling your left arm really hard and the other person is pulling your right arm really hard to the point that you're split right down the middle and you've lost your true identity. You're not whole anymore. Let me ask you again. Is God pleased with you? 
Have you allowed your decisions up to this point to be a casserole of everyone else's wishes for you? And if you stirred a casserole, would it be hard to find the one main ingredient that makes you, you? Or have you become a mixture of other people's opinions about you? And no doubt, if that has happened to you, you've lost sight of what pleases God because it is blurred out by your focusing on pleasing others. Hey, look, I understand what you may be going through. Even when I married my husband, I wanted all of his family to approve of me and love me. And I wanted them to say I was the best thing that ever happened to Wayne. It wasn't until later that I saw the pressure I felt trying to please them. And it wasn't until years later that I realized that he has a lot of people in his family. And each one has their own opinion about a lot of things. Do you know how much work it would take to continuously try to please each one of them on a regular basis? However, I'm not the only one who had ventured to do such a thing, and it's happened continuously with women on every social level. Somewhere in our thinking, we believe the lie that we need the approval of others, and we accept the pressure that is placed on us to please them. We want everyone to love us. Are you living that lie right now and trying to be someone that you're not because you're trying to please everyone? In your desire to please others, have you lost the real you, the genuine you? And has the joy and fulfillment of life been squeezed out of you? How can you authentically be the person God created you to be and not allow the outside pressure to mold you into someone you were never meant to be? How can your desire to please God override your desire to please others when their desire gets out of hand? Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting to please others until it dominates your desire to please God and it causes you not to be authentically who God called you to be. So now let's look at God's word for the answers. In Titus chapter 3, verse 5 to 15, in the New Living Translation, it says, He saved us, not because of the righteous things which we have done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, given us new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Because of his grace, he made us right in his sight and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. Now look at this. It's nothing that you're going to do. No matter how much you try to be perfect, no matter how much you try to be right in every area of your life, no matter how much you think that you need to be able to control everything and have it all balanced and wrapped up nicely in a bow, life doesn't occur like that. And thank God that he didn't save us because of the righteous things in which we've done. He saved us because of his mercy. And he washed away all of our sins, our flaws, our weaknesses, everything that displeased him, everything that would have made his love turn away from us. He washed that all away through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And then he generously poured his Holy Spirit upon us 
so that we, by his grace, would be able to be right in his sight. And he wants us to have confidence that we will have eternal life. God doesn't want us stressed out. God doesn't want us feeling that, oh my, I didn't meet this quota today, or I didn't get all the demands placed upon me fulfilled today. He didn't save us so that we live day in and day out feeling overwhelmed or frustrated or hopeless or defeated. That's not why he saved us. We have to accept that day in and day out, there are things that are not going to go according to the way that we planned. And that that doesn't make us unacceptable in God's sight. That each day we do the best that we can, operating in his grace, because of his grace, he has made us right in his sight. And then have confidence that as we take one step at a time and believe and trust in him, we will inherit the eternal life that he plans for us. Now, Psalm 147, verse 10 to 11 says, He does not delight in the strength of the horse, and he takes no pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his mercy. Another translation says, in those who hope in his unfailing love. So look at this. God is not taking pleasure in such things as the strength or the speed or the endurance of those that he created. He's more interested in their hearts. He takes delight in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. Now, he's not rejecting what he created in man or the horse, but he delights or he's pleased with those who revere or respect or trust in him and hope in his love that doesn't stop. You understand that his love for you is unconditional and you can respond to his love no matter what is taking place in your life because you know his love does not stop. It is unfailing. So what if your husband makes a mess in the kitchen that you just cleaned thoroughly and you don't feel appreciated or loved? You can remember that God's love toward you doesn't stop and you can call to mind that you are in Christ and respond in a way that brings honor to him. What about if your daughter calls from school because she left her science book again and she needs it today for that test? Instead of blowing your top off because you don't feel appreciated, you don't have to receive the lie that you are not valued, but recall to truth that you are fully loved by God and you can honor him once again by reverence and respond in a way that brings honor to him. What about if the boss calls on you again to get the job done and here you see others are loafing off and you're beginning to feel disrespected? You can recall again that God is pleased when you respond in a way that honors him. And you're going to respect him. You're going to reverence and fear him. And you're going to call to mind that, wait a minute, I have eternal life in him. He loves me. I am not going to allow the way that other people treat me, cause me to doubt my value or my love and how I can please God. These are just some practical illustrations in regards to pleasing God in the midst of our situations that happen in life. We know it's not going to be done in our own strength. Again, it's not any righteousness that we can bring to the table when it comes to pleasing God. It's going to have to be through his indwelling spirit, 
helping us to respond correctly to everyday situations, knowing that because we're hidden in Christ, we're totally pleasing to God. And yet God wants us to live that out each day in our actions and with the demands and the responsibilities that are placed on us. So how can you please God? and be authentically the person God created you to be, and not allow outside pressure by others to mold you into someone that you were never meant to be and to cause you to feel that you don't please God, like you're a failure and like there's more that you have to do to be acceptable to Him. Let me suggest that first of all, you receive God's unfailing love through the work of His Son, Jesus Christ. And if you're not sure what I mean by that, please go to our website given at the end of the podcast and look on our homepage in regards to having life in Jesus. And then number two, learn who you were authentically made to be in Christ. It's by dropping the mask and finding real freedom and joy in your walk with Jesus that is going to allow you to respond to others even when you don't please them. And then... Avoid trying to prove yourself or live up to others' expectations. You're never going to please everybody. And even when you have one person and you please them a lot, their view and their expectations can change from one day to the next. And so there you go again, putting pressure on yourself, trying to measure up. You are already fully accepted in Christ Jesus. So learn how to be who you are authentically, even though others may reject or not like who you are or what you may do at any given time. Don't be full of pride, but learn how to walk in the freedom that Christ has set you free. And wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So walk in the fullness of the spirit and don't worry about fulfilling the fleshly desires of man. In Romans chapter 8, 8, it says those who are in the flesh cannot please God. And then Galatians chapter 1, 10 says, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Well, there's a lot more that I could say on this topic. Just rest in knowing that you do please God when you are fully accepted in his son, Jesus Christ. Ask God, is there anything in your life whereby your behavior is not pleasing to God? And let's continue this discussion next week. And until then, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.